art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Let's go to the bar. Welcome to the Romance Bar. Good evening, Gata. Good evening, Colleen. And welcome to another edition of the Romance Bar. What up, iHeartMedia? Thank you very much. Apparently, they're our favorite um, number one arena for listening to us. (gasps) Yay, what's up? Hello. I mean, we are grateful to all the other platforms that um, people can access our podcast on. Um, Again, New Zealand, Denmark, hello. Um, Hello, New Zealand. Hello, Denmark. We haven't forgotten you. No, we have not. How could we forget? We can't forget. We don't no. forget anybody, but we are appreciative of all who are listening to us, as always. Um, but yeah, uh, we're looking in iHeart, apparently, is where we're, we're most popular. So hi. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you. Shout out. Um, but uh, welcome to the um, very not safe for work edition. I mean. <laughs> I feel we've covered a lot of not safe for work books on this podcast. Hello, all of J.R. Ward's books. Um, but this book, the minute I started reading it, I said, oh, this is not safe at all. Um, I actually, I have a little bit of a story. <laughs> so when I got this book, because I had it on a reading app, and I was like, okay, I'm going to start reading it. I was at an appointment ready to read and I realized it was the sample (laughs) oh no and I was like whoops oh no but then I was like oh okay very grateful it was the sample because when I got because it was only chapter one and chapter one is fairly tame it's when we get to chapter two (laughs) that it, it goes into the oh I'm very glad I'm home and no one could possibly read this over my shoulder. That I was like, okay, this this not safe for work at all. I don't. And I know I text Gata about this book. Mm-hmm. I mean, we text each other about the books anyway. But this one, I was just like, oh, this is a shift. I did notice something though. I hesitated to text you because I was like, I don't know. I don't want to. Because mm. I had a lot of thoughts and I know you did. And I, I sensed have it when you, wait, when you, when you texted me that uh, text, I was like, ooh, ooh, should I say stuff? I was like, nope, I'm going to hold it together. I'm not going to ruin because you did not finish at that time. And I did. And I was like, I'm not going to talk about it. It is a complete shift. You are completely right. It was like a 360 degree um, or 180. I don't know, whatever. Yes, it was like a shift. And um, it was um, weird to adjust to. I mean, it wasn't difficult to get into the book, but it was just weird to adjust to the type of the book. Um, but, I mean, it was a good book to start, I think, because then it kind of, you know, made us, um, put us in the right uh, mindset to start the our two-month paranormal yes. a marathon. Yes, we are kicking off the uh, our fantasy book series. And, like, uh, I had said to Gata, it was a shift because I said we got so used to because we were reading historicals for a while um, and doing all, all of those. We really hadn't touched, I think, parano- anything really paranormal, you know, since we stopped the J.R. Ward and kicked off the historical romances. And then when we were doing the um, like and, and it was then it was contemporaries. So it was just like, whoa, you have to remember sh- your brain shifts kind of because there's certain conceits that you yeah. your brain does of like okay so you're entering this world there's this um there's a different set of rules like uh so this first book that we're reading he's a vampire and so again and you're wondering because we since we've read the J.R. Ward books or knowing what you know of any vampire mythos you're like okay what mythos does this vampire follow like and you're like doing that level of a mystery. Like, uh, can he walk in the sun? Cause some of them can, you know, like all of those things that you're just like, okay, need the brain shift. But there was also a lot of other things before we got to that, but yes, 
but uh, yeah, again, like I said, I was very grateful that I did not have the actual, um, I didn't have the book at the time that, uh, cause I was in public reading it and I was just like, I usually don't care, but at this particular juncture, there were too many people around that I was like, ah, uh, I know <laughs> I don't want anyone reading this over my shoulder. I'm very glad I wasn't doing the audiobook in my car with this cause it wouldn't be good. Um, so I was like, no, very, very grateful that I was just like, no. Um, but that was, but I, and then even tonight while I was deciding on what to, uh, drink, I was like, Hmm, does this episode, since it's not safe for work, does it need booze? And I said, no, let me stick to good old coffee. What are you drinking, Gata? I am drinking, um, actually today, um, um, I broke my, I don't know. I broke my water streak and I'm drinking Coca-Cola non-sponse. Oh, really? Yes, I know. I know it's really bad. What kind of Coca-Cola or is it just regular? It's just regular. It's not the one. I looked for the one. I couldn't find it. But uh, this is like from a local um, burger joint (gasps) around the like, you know, around like near my house and um, my brother was walking and got me a Coke, so, um, which was oh, nice. nice. Yeah. That's very nice of him. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, speaking of shift, it's so strange. So now, of course, I said at the top of the pod, good evening, Gata, but yet I'm still looking inside and it's still sunny out. <laughs> I know. And it's not like three o'clock in the afternoon. It's actually kind of a little bit late afternoon, um, it would have been dark in normal times, but we changed, you know, we're now summer time or whatever. Like, I don't know why we change the clock. We sprung ahead. Yeah, we sprung ahead. Um, yeah, it does feel weird. Feels weird. I was like, yeah, good evening. But I'm looking outside. And I'm like, no, it's, well, it is evening, but it's just, you know, like, it's, I was like, huh, that's right. It's so, so it's appropriate that we're starting with this. Uh, as we said last week, we're starting with this book because, it is uh, a friend of ours. When we worked with her, she was she, because we were all in the paranormal romance reading at the time. She found this series and was reading it, and she's like, "Oh, it's you know." It, she's like, "Yep, it's right up my alley." Because I think it was still in the hype of the the Twilight. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it was. If time I remember, period when yeah. This was really like because this came out in two thousand eight, so this was like very like. It, it was following in that trend. Like, it had become very popular in that trend. I think we even did a display with this book when this book came out, along with, like, oh, other reads for adults who like that. Um, you know, like, and I know we had Cheryl and Kenyon, who we'll be discussing, Jer Ward, a whole bunch of other people. Um, Christina Dodd, I think. You know, at, we had a, another coworker at the time who, this was this was her area, paranormal romance was her area of expertise. So she was ready. She knew what to have on display. Um, And I was like, yeah, I'm going to read it. So that was 2008. And we're now in 2021. And finally, (laughs) finally reading it. And and I I text her and told her, I was like, oh, in honor of your birthday, we are reading. We are finally reading a book you recommended many moons ago. And she was like, yes. (laughs) So she was very excited. I hope we don't disappoint her. I mean, I hope we don't disappoint the author, Christine Warren. But I also hope we don't disappoint our dear friend who suggested this book many moons ago. Yeah, I mean, I hope we don't. I Again, as I said, it was easy to get into the author actually. Like, I feel like, me, okay, so I, I'm looking before I start. I think we made, I think I know why we're feeling how we're feeling. But maybe before we discuss the book, because I really want to get into it, uh, maybe we can um, get John. Yes, um, the man who I had to... Okay, so there's a line in the book. Oh, God. I, so, so yes, um, I made my husband stop what he was... Because I said to him, I was like, okay, I'm going to go read the book because I have to finish it, you know, to record. And so I was... I basically finished this just under the wire for recording purposes. And... But I had to stop. The, stop my reading to do a dramatic reading to my husband I said John and he was like yes yes <laughs> I have to read you the sentence and I need your reaction 
And I do the reading. I'm not reading it on this pod because I will never say this word on the pod. Mm-hmm. But I said, how do I bounce back from this? <laughs> I wasn't ready. Oh, my for- God. Yeah. Now, granted, my line is usually a little bit farther than Gata's. But for me to pause has to say something. Am I wrong, guys? I think you're right. John, what was your reaction to the line, if you recall it? Baffling. I mean, not totally baffling, but like... How often do I use the word that I'm not saying? Oh, that word? No. Okay. You don't use it very often. Thank you. Okay. So, yes, Gata, you wanted to ask John a question before we ask him the title? I mean, John, what did you think of what Colleen shared with you? (laughs) I feel like this sounds like a therapy session. No, I said said it was, it it just seemed kind of baffling that they would say those words in a book. Right, right. And it's not the only time that that one word is used. No, it's it's used a lot. It's it's mm-hmm. like one of the things that you know. There's a lot of annoying little. I can, I said annoying little. Here we go. There's a lot of annoying little things in the book that it just like I'm like why 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 why, but yeah, yes. Um, but yes. Uh, tonight's title is one bite with a stranger. One bite with a stranger. Hang on. Uh, Doris Day just texted me. She's getting me turmeric pills. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Darvis Day. Um, See, this one, is what happens. One, what's the title again? One Bite, one with, bite a with a Stranger. One Bite with a Stranger. That sounds like a Bob's Burgers episode. Or maybe it's a Bob's Burger. Mm, I, was, I was thinking that too, but... Maybe it is a Bob's One, one Burger. Bite. It's got to do with vampires, doesn't it? Does it have to do with vampires? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You're back on the vampire kick, huh? But a different author, though. Oh, so it's not Chocolate Squad. Nope. Can't can't go back to Chocolate Squad. We will. We're going back to Chocolate Squad. Of course yeah. we are. Oh, There's oh, nothing that. like I Chocolate Squad. I, I get that. Chocolate Squad is a of life. <laughs> it uh, really is. Yeah. Um, we're we're hmm. kicking off our paranormal romance reading month. So... It's kind of a Bob's Burgers slash the joke. I haven't had a bite in, in ages, so I bet him. Sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> See? That one sentence threw him. So now it's just, that's where we're going. But yes, that that was the... Uh... Very good, John. Okay, no, actually, but... you, got, you got the vampire correct. So that's, yes. that's actually what it was. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. You did it. You did it, John. Yeah, I did it. And Bob's takes place in New Jersey. This takes place in New York. So we're safe. We're safe. We're good. We're good. But also turmeric pills, just so you know, are really good for you. Turmeric in general is very good for you and your your health. So I I love it on food. I always put it on my in my spices. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also as tea, it's actually great. No, she was just like, oh, uh, my other son-in-law suffers from back pain, too, like you do. I don't think the same thing, but uh, he takes turmeric. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. Just it's, just one one more vitamin supplement to my repertoire. That's fine. It's yeah. actually, it's natural. It doesn't hurt anyone. It actually has a lot of benefits. I, I used to I, take turmeric. I had turmeric tea from Trader Joe's non-spawn. Yeah, tur- turmeric is not definitely non-spawn. And Trader Joe's, dear. Oh, Trader Joe's? Yes, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Yes. Okay, because one in a chat that we're in, I accidentally typed Trader Joe's instead of Trader Joe's. So now everyone wants us to call it Trader Joe's. Oh, my God. This, I mean, listen, sure. It's a good mistake sure. to make. It's like Tarjay. Is that yes. Target? Tarjay, <laughs> Trader Joe's. All non-spawns. Nespresso non-spawn. All non spawn. We all, we love all these places. Uh, places. But what am I saying? We love all these places. I think Trader Joe's and Target are fantastic. We are people that go there all the time. Yes, yes, we are. But thank you, husband. Thank, thank you, John. Bye. 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 Okay. So.
so yes, very not safe for work, this book. Um, trigger warnings, because there's a lot of BDSM talk. Um, it's very BDSM heavy. Um, I got, it's very, very 365 uh, vibes. Um, I mean, he doesn't, well, he doesn't kidnap her, really. I mean, okay, listen. Let's, okay, let's, wait. Let's start. Yes, let's 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 start. So, one, one. You know what happened today, though? Before we start, I'm sorry, I forgot no. to tell you this before. I, I'm I'm cleaning. I'm not cleaning anything today. I was really lazy, but anyway, I'm I'm redoing my um, desk things, and I find a gift card, a Barnes and Noble gift card, and I'm like, what is this doing here? This is old. Um, and I go into my nook and I add it and it had money and I'm like, oh my God, it's raining. It's raining money for books. <laughs> so it's there's the joy money. for books, for books. Um, that's all I want. I only want money for books. I can live without food. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so there's that. So I'm it's planning working. on buying lots of books. And I think if I buy books, I'm going to post them on our Instagram and you're going to see them anyways. Yes. The other thing is, as you said, it was a huge shift and it wasn't like, it was really weird to get into. But also, as I said before, it was easy to get into at the same time. It was weird and easy. Like the author actually wrote That's it very well. Yeah. It's weird yeah. and easy. Yes. But in the halfway through it, and I think Colleen, we talked about this halfway through it. I'm like, but what's the plot? Okay, I have a page number for when I actually ask that question Ooh, myself. Okay, okay, give it to me. What What's okay. the page number? Okay. At page 249. Okay, so how many pages is this total? 300 something? Yeah, I believe so. Hold on. So it's like 350 pages. Yeah. At page 249, I said, okay, what is the actual plot to this book? Because a lot of sex is happening. Mm -hmm. What is that? What? Okay. All right. So... Now, I hate to keep comparing it to J.R. Ward, but I feel for our fan, the fans that have been listening for as long as they have. Okay, so we at least had an establishing open shot of what the world, what was to come of the world that we were entering. Mm -hmm. um, that, yes, there's vampires, there's a tough motherfucker known as Wrath. Okay, and then the vampires are having this conversation. And then, you know, we were introduced to the characters. And even though they have their instant connection and they have sex, there's still a lot more world. There's a lot more world building. For mm -hmm. this, the world building takes a backseat. So, which it's okay. Okay, so like with the historicals, you don't need that much world building because there's enough of it out there that you can kind of understand. Like you a lot of it's understood. Like, same thing with Bridgerton. Like, with Bridgerton, like, you didn't need, you just needed to know the family world building. You didn't need so much the social dynamics mm -hmm. to a certain point. Um, speaking of Bridgerton, please watch John Oliver's little deep cut to the <laughs> to the exit of the Duke of Hastings. It's all you need in life. That that clip is all you need in life. It is worth the watch. Um, you sent it to me and I did watch it. It was actually... Yes, I had to pause John Oliver to laugh as hard as I did. John didn't get it because he stopped watching Bridgerton, but I laughed really hard. <laughs> it's worth it. The joke is worth it. So anyway, so there's like there's a certain amount understood, but when you're creating a world in which, again, there's so many vampire. Um, mytho so much vampire mythos out there that you're like, okay, which way is this vampire mythos going? That you're like, okay, so you need to have a little bit of a you know, a little bit more world building. Whereas I think this is more of building the world that is um, the 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 hero is Dimitri and the the heroine is Regina, and it's established more on their relationship first and the whatever else is going on in mm -hmm. his world takes a backseat. She is able to piece certain things together, which I gave her a lot of credit for. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, you're redeeming some of your qualities. There's other things I have that I find questionable because <laughs> there's, I have a lot of page numbers <laughs> written down because that I was like, I have questions. 
I need to bring this up on the pod. I don't want to text Scott because <laughs> I want to save it for for us recording. Yeah. Um, so, like we said, it takes place today. Well, you know, so 2008, but still, it's fairly, um, you know, present day. Uh, and she has just gotten out of a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. A familiar trope, if you will. Uh, she had a shitty relationship before with an uh, ex who cheated on her. And her friends all have like this, like it's a girl's night and they have a uh, a fix-up like kind of deal. So like they get to like live out their fantasies for one night. Um, and they've all written them down on a piece of paper and they found out, oh, she, the, our lead, Regina is in charge, uh, is up, is due for, oh, it's called the fantasy fix. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That was the, the original title for this story, the fantasy fix that she's due for a fantasy, but they don't have her fantasy. So she writes a new one and she makes it sound completely outlandish. So that way they can never actually satisfy the fantasy and she can get out of it and like give her a pass. And they're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. oh, contraire. That's not how it's going to go. You're not getting off that easy. <laughs> That's what she said. Gotta. I mean, <sighs> okay. I liked their little French friendship a little, right? But then I, this is what I hated. <laughs> and I'm going to, okay. This is what, okay. There are I many hate. This is what really annoyed me. Yes. When your friend says no to something. Yes. Maybe you should listen to your friend. That seemed to be a theme throughout yeah, the book. And the I book. she, okay. So her fantasy is like, she wants to be dominated and she also wants a vampire. To which they fight. Oh, wouldn't. No, I'm kidding. No, to the point that I agree, but I feel like the whole thing is she wants to be dominated, but she's already being dominated by everybody in her life. Yes, exactly. Which is why I thought that was really interesting like it was an interesting fantasy because i'm like well your friends are making you do things and they're forcing you and you're like okay and you're not fine like you're not you're not like you're saying no and they're not listening to you so what's what's what is the dynamic here it was just Mm -hmm. very so there was that and then i was like you know what i guess maybe Maybe I'm not getting it, and maybe there's like this thing between the friends, and they all say no, no, I don't want to, and then the friend's like, no, 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 you're gonna have fun, and she'll be like, okay, no problem, but she still said no, and they went to the party, and everyone left her. One, yes, yes. and I said, well, all of this is going on. Where the fuck are her friends? Exactly, I'm they like, left excuse her. Me. If okay, and I'm thinking again, maybe this is because this. He has cell phones, and cell phones were a thing in 2008, but maybe, like, okay, when you when you, you lose sight of your friend at a bar, she goes off with some random stranger that, okay, so they're setting her up with somebody. She doesn't leave with that somebody that you set her up with. You don't go looking for her. And then I think, what, where did I say? I think I wrote it down. Um, I said, where the heck are her friends? Oh, there they are. I think... It was like, uh, what, page 120? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, page 120. I'm like, so 120 pages have happened before her friends show any concern of what could have happened to her with a random dude. I know, and it was too late by then. Yes, it was very it was much too late. Too late. Yeah. Was, yeah, so no, I, I, don't, I don't think you're alone. And, and I... But there was also part of me, like, as they're, um, so she's in a bar waiting to meet one of her, uh, who was it, Ava that found the guy? Her friend Ava that found the guy that they were setting her up to meet, and he was running, he was running late, and, um, Regina sees this tall drink of water, wait, the line, she says this later, but uh, the man was drop-dead gorgeous, sexy as sin, dynamite in bed, mysterious as the hero of a gothic romance, and, a hun- and 100% alpha male. That gets said later, but I'm painting a picture. Um, 
she sees him, walks over to him, but he traps her. Like, she literally can't move between between her and the bar. Like, traps her between uh, him and the bar. And she ends up leaving with him. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting unsettled for a lot of reasons here. Because he also has psychic capabilities. In which he goes and reads her mind. Without permission. Right. And he has no problem with this. No, and he's like, well, on a deeper level, you wanted me to. I'm like, um, did she, though? Did she? I don't think she did. I think there's, like, okay, consent is not a thing in this book. Nope. Um, it, again, no is not heard in this book. There is no plot. I don't know what the point. I don't know anything about him. I mean, okay, so I'm reading this other book. Oh, wait, um, there is something. He was born... Somewhere in Russia in 1199. That's yeah, the thing and, about him. Okay, so, okay, there might be a tiny plot. But, like, the bigger plot, I don't understand. So, yeah. he was born in Russia, whatever, he's, like, 500,000 years old. And he has this council of vampire werewolves and... Others. Others. And so, they protect and control, you know, uh, their people, which is nice. I mean, great for you, guy. But, well, protecting humans more or less from well, from yeah, from rogues and stuff, which is great. Thank you so much. But also, what about backstory? How how did this council start? What's the problem? Who's this Lizette, whatever her name, person, and why does she want you dead? What's happening? I mean, yes, they said, like, she's in prison for planning to kill this dude. But, like, why does she hate you? Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There was just so much stuff missing. And then her friends annoyed me so much. Um, She annoyed me so much. Yeah. I mean, he annoyed me even more. And I, I think the problem is, so she lacks so much agency, which is what shocked me when she put together that. Like, okay, so he has some psychic capabilities and that she's able to put together that um, Lizette was a vampire. You know, like, she was able to put that together very quickly, of which I'm like, okay, great. You're able to put that together quickly. I'm like, okay, so you have, so they have, so he takes full control of her fantasy and wants, and he dominates her her friend left her a bag of like sex toys in her closet and he finds them and he's like prepped and he has these capabilities to make it feel like there's like a thousand hands on her and she does say stop and he actually listens to that part and I was like oh good you actually listen for a change and so they have their romantic you know like their sexual encounter but he feeds from her but he goes into her brain to erase the fact that he fed from her. So she doesn't remember that. And he also goes to have sex with her again. But she's barely awake. And I'm like, okay. Consent is-, is missing. Which is, I think, a huge turnoff for any book. But I want... Now, here, I, I agree with you. But I also wonder... And the word rape does get mentioned. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. I... And I know we, I know how we said this during the Bridgerton, uh, the Duke and I episode, and we've discussed it since. My question is, if we were reading this when she, when our friend recommended this to us, would we be feeling the same way? I think yes, because I know I had certain issues when reading Twilight and other books where I was just like, okay, this is turning me off. But would I be as angered as I am? now by it i don't think so i think it was fitting for its time (sighs) because i think i mean listen listen i think okay let me rephrase my thing consent is not a thing it is is very 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 to me absolutely to everyone in in this time and a um an age but i think in the past no was not considered a no um if you're kind of into a person, okay, you agree to everything. So it's like, I mean, I see why it was popular at its time of print. 
I don't foresee that it would be popular today. Not that I don't love. I'm reading book two. I already started book two just because I want to see what happens to all of them. Well, because I'm very interested in Graham's story because I, I snuck to find out who the next book was about. I didn't get it, but I wanted to know. Yeah. Graham, his uh, werewolf friend who's also on the council. And he seemed entertaining. Yes, he did seem entertaining. And Raphael, too. Like, whatever. Yes. But anyways, so... I have a lot of issues with this first book, but it's the first book in the series. And honestly, most first books, there's always something missing and there's always something that's, it's not the perfect, it's not perfect, which is why sometimes we don't read the first book, honestly. Mm. It's because the story is not the greatest and it's not, you know, there's, the rest of the series is so much better because, you know, the writer just develops and gets more comfortable and there's more, um, there's more to write about and i think they um they uh delve into the backstory more and more as time goes by so um i don't want to judge it too harshly because we're judging it with um present time eye and present time you know thoughts and right everything when in a couple of years ago this book would have been okay that everyone would be fine by it um yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I okay. So there, there's a line where uh, he, so it's right after. So this is page one eighteen. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, so he's like leaving her apartment to go about his business, um, and he uh, takes a. He finds it her business. He rifles through her stuff. Um, he takes a business card and he says, now that uh, he knew where she worked, he would be able to keep tabs on her during the day while he was dedicated, while he dedicated his, his attention to clearing a path for their relationship. I'm like, okay, so you're calling all of the shots. She has zero shots. And like, it set a tone for me. And yeah, I know. And I know I had this problem, and I think we've we established this problem when we discussed 365, and of course the multitude of problems discussing. Because I even I think I had said this. Hey, Christian Gray, long time no see. Um, of just like okay, so she has zero agency, and I think the problem, like from this point on, it was like it was an uphill battle because like when reading a romance book, you want to cheer for the couple. Mm-hmm. You want them together at the end of it. You want them to, like, even though they're going to have their flaws, that's fine. But you wa- you ultimately want to root for them and are happy that they're together at the end of this book. From that point on, it was really difficult for me to be like, oh, these people belong together. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. Um, I think, and also, I'm like, and it was, and it wasn't until, like, page, like, what, 267 where shit actually hits the fan as far as the world the 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 world outside of the couple is concerned is happening Mm -hmm. um in which like we meet the ultimate foil of the book and like i'm like i just wanted a couple more pages about the world building and i know we said this with another book too where you're like we just want a couple a little bit more going on of like the establishing shots of what's what kind of vamp like what are the rules of uh rules of the vampire what are the rules of the like you don't have to give us the world rules of the werewolf or the others yet because you can save that for later books but like what are the rules that he follows can he you know like because he can he's drinking whiskey like does that affect him in any way or um does he actually like does he eat food or does he just drink the alcohol like those kinds of things Mm -hmm. um like that seems pretty basic to me but uh and he like just he slips in and out of her mind quite frequently and that was also a shock because obviously usually you're like okay what is setting her apart from other women like because like because usually that's the thing like they're like you find out that like like the dimitris of the world or the wraths of the world or um, the Edward Cullens of the world, like the reason why Edward was attracted to Bella was because he couldn't read her mind. And like that intrigued him. So I'm like, what about uh, Regina is attractive other than her body? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, what is it that is drawing Dimitri? Like, I, 
it's taking a long rap to figure that out. Like that's not said at the jump either. So I was just like, I need a little bit more description in certain places. Like I, and you know, like obviously we've been, we've read books where, you know, the sex scene happens really early on and then the story builds from there and that's okay. Like I'm ready for that. But I was like 249 pages in, I need a little more, like I, little more in between, I think. I agree with you. Absolutely. I think it was too, um, too shallow at the beginning and maybe throughout, but, but I like, I think you hit it. I think you just, sorry. I think you described everything. Um, everything I was thinking about, because honestly, like, I don't mind, as you said, like, I read your mind, Gata. You you really did because you really did, (laughs) you really did. But you're right. He goes into her mind, in and out without permission. Um, He affects the way she does some things. He plays with her mind. He plays with her friend's mind. It's like her mind. I mean, it's just it. Yeah, through her mind, it's just very intrusive, in so many ways. And her friends are like a bunch of psychos at at one point. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like. I just well, and that I, was the other thing. So, like her friend Ava, who found the fantasy fix at the jump, like that brought them to the vampire bar. They were being very protective and huddled around her, but then all of a sudden they like forget about her, mm-hmm. and then so they forget about her and they leave her a whole bunch of messages on her phone. But I'm like, okay, I would have been beating down her door Saturday morning, wondering if she was okay. That would, that's just me. Yeah, no, I would be too. I would not be texting, be like, hey, text me when you wake up. I'm sorry, what? I mean, I think we established this, you know, a couple episodes ago when we were talking about, like, shitty things still happen to women. Here's the whole thing about shitty thing happening to, I'm like, okay, there's no concern here. You're you're more concerned about her sex life than you are about, like, her actual safety. safety. Yeah, which is really, really inappropriate. Like, but again, again. I, I'm also trying to be fair to the author and the story. It was written at a different time. I don't think if Christine Warren writes the story today, it would be in the same style or no. in the same content. I think it would be completely different. Which, I mean, which is why I'm like, please don't judge the author by this book just because, no. again, this book is really old. Her writing is still great. Um, it was so easy to get into the book. I didn't struggle. I didn't, no. like, you know, it was... Um, a fast read. Like, I didn't yeah. realize I was at page 250 by the time I, you know, had gotten to it. And, like, granted, I was reading it fast for the podcast, but I, but I think it also contributes itself to being a fast read. Like, I, like... I didn't miss anything mm-hmm. by, um, I mean, obviously if you want to, you can skim over some of the sex scenes, but I think, Ooh, I don't think you should. <laughs> um, that's where I'm going to say, don't like, don't, because again, like a lot of the things that we're discussing are very, like, obviously you take the sex scenes out, you have maybe a 40 page book, but, um, it's 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 very interesting because I think here's the other thing that I so even though he's an old fashioned guy, he has no problem using all the um, accoutrements that come with today's world. Like he pulls certain things out of the bag of tricks with no problem. He's like, okay, I will use whatever you want. Like if this is your fantasy, I'm I'm game. Um, even though he doesn't actually have the conversation with um but he's all like yep i'm all on board for whatever it is sexual that you want um which you know like that's that was a uh, a check in his quarter and mm-hmm. i i i do want to find out like i think i would want to read the rest of the books just to find out what else is like what is the rules of this world and I think you're right. Yes, this was a book written at a very different time. And I know there's a book series we're going to be discussing that that is 25 books deep. Mm-hmm. And the the female, like us pointing out like the, 
the, the female in the first book that we're going to be discussing, how much the females have changed since that first female. And even in J.R. Ward, how much the world has changed because it because it's reflecting the world it's being written in. You know, well, like, yeah, which uh, I think, which is why I'm continuing the series, which is why I want to finish and see if things develop and things change, as you're saying, because even J.R. Ward, it, book one is not like book, I don't know, what are we, book 21? Yeah, like Beth or, can't be compared to Hex. Like those are two very no, different yeah. characters. Um, and so I would want to see how the series changes uh, with like reflecting what's going on in like, and I think we even said this with the historicals, like, or what everyone thinks romance is. There was a time where like the, the, the books with Fabio on the cover, that was acceptable at that time. No one, no one questioned, you know, like no one questioned those things or what was going on in those books. Everyone knew now we're asking for all of these things in these books. And now they're, the, the writers are reflecting what mm-hmm. the audience are asking for. Like I said, when this book was recommended to us and when this book had come out, it was at a very popular time when people were asking for these things. And I, like Godette was saying, like we're reading it with the 2021 mindset of, okay, we're finding a lot of these things problematic. But again, at that time, we weren't finding those things problematic. Yeah. And I, I do. I would like to see how the world builds. So I would, I I'm interested to reading book two, um, a sidebar digress. I did read book two in Miss Beverly Jenkins, uh, the women who dare. I just got it. Did you just return it? Cause I just got it today. <laughs> yes. I, well, I listened to the audiobook, but Oh man. Oh, at first I was like, is this living up to book one? And then there's a point where something happens. I will not spoil it for anyone. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yep. Okay. And, there's actually a wonderful line, like a wonderful little bit of dialogue at the very end that I want your opinion on. Oh, I will not spoil it. Okay, I'm gonna. It. I have it, so I'm definitely gonna read it and let you know. Um, the only thing I will spoil is it is said by a woman, and I think it's fabulous. Oh, thing okay. I will spoil. All right, I like this. Um. While I was reading with Christine Waring, um, Kim wanted me to read another book. It's by an author that we're reading in like two weeks. Um, and the reason why I started reading the series, because the book that we're reading, even though it's book one in that series, we meet that person in this series that I'm reading. So I just wanted to, because uh, I read it, I never read this. So I was like, okay, I'll read book one and I'll see. So I had to compare the two because the two, the two books are very similar in the sense that um, they both talk about vampires. There is like, you know, there's that element of it. I was annoyed with both books for oh, different yeah. reasons, for different reasons. Okay. But I think one book had a lot more body, oh, bodybuilding, world building and background stories than the other, which is why I'm, I'm stuck with it. And I read more of it. The Christine Warren book, again, I'm saying, I think I hope I think and I hope um, that um, in in book two and three and four that there will be more of that. I I don't know how I feel about the book. I don't want to not recommend it because I think people might like it. But I also don't know if um, I I don't know how I feel about it. I I don't regret reading it. I enjoyed it as a different style of writing about vampires. But yes. again as we both noticed, there's really no plot. There's no, Mm -mm. I mean, I shouldn't say there's no plot. There's like, what's the backstory? Like what, what's, what's going to happen next? Like what's the threat? Right. Like, see what, what's, what's at stake here really? Yeah. And like I said, if this were just a contemporary novel, like with a BDSM plot, okay. You know, what's at stake as far as, how well are they establishing the rules of BDSM? Um, clearly, he's not. He is not listening to her say no. There's no safe word involved. He's not. He doesn't even establish of like, okay, you're going to call me. Like, 
he says to call him uh, Misha, but that's like a term of endearment. But like he doesn't give her the opportunity to really define what she wants. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like give her hard limits, soft limits, nothing like that. It just he automatically jumps into the play. And it's not until she's like at her breaking point does he like kind of pause. And it's not and the whole thing with reading her mind. Oh, he finally sees her getting annoyed. Oh, and then he also does the jerk thing and not call her because he gets so wrapped up in work to which he doesn't really pause until she's crying and hitting his and punching his chest. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, if again, if this was just like plain old, like contemporary, the vampire thing wasn't a thing, take away the psychic abilities. That's still a problem. Mm-hmm. Like that's still a problem as, even as far as a BDSM storyline is concerned. And it doesn't do a really good job of shining a good light on that. Like, cause there's a lot of things that, like, again, safe words should be in play and all of, like, to practice it safely and all of that should be there. And I've had that problem when exploring those bo- books of that nature in general. Like, it's a main problem that I have yet to find a, a really decent story that sets up good lines along, along those lines. Like, there's always something that crosses a, a certain level of boundaries. And so it's like, okay, so but you also want to know what is his whole deal? Like, and I think that's a trope in and of itself of where like, it's this mysterious wealthy dude who has buckets of money. He yeah. Buckets of money, um, you know, at his disposal. And he just, he does care about his job. I will give him that. Like he actually does want to do whatever it is he does. <laughs> he does give a crap about that. Um, but he clears it up in 30 minutes. So we are just like, okay, like, do they have super speed? Do they like, I want to know all of these things. Like, like I said, just a, a little bit, I, I think to want to know more about the world itself, that would make me want to read more. Um, I a hundred percent agree that it's exactly what um, was missing from here. But again, once we read book two, once I read book two and by next week, I will know. Um, and I'll let you guys know how I feel about it. But um, uh, like I was a, a lot disappointed, a lot disappointed, and I know Colleen, you felt the same way. I think the I think the other problem is again because this was coming out at a time, and I think this would have ha- this would have been my problem had we read it when it was originally recommended. There were so many books that were paranormal fantasy romance. What about this world is setting it apart from the others, and I think that's the main like. Why am I invested in these vampires over the Jarrah Ward or the Sherilyn Kenyon or the Christina? Was Christina Dodds vampires? No, 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 um, no, it's not, it's something else, but like La La Rissa Ioni, I think, yes, like, or yeah, Sherilyn Kenyon, Larissa Ioni, yeah, like what is separating Janine Frost, yes, what is separating, um her like uh christine warren's vampires uh you know separate from those like again having to read book like wanting to read book two and maybe wanting to discover because this the sex scenes let me tell you you definitely get a good there is no that they're written very well yes and they go on for pages so it's not like you're you're not getting shortchanged that's for Mm -hmm. sure um they're definitely they're in depth a lot of things are happening um she is not complaining she is not i don't think anyone would complain in her position see that's the only complaint that i have and i have this with other books i'm like she doesn't worry about a condom or getting pregnant at all well he's a vampire she doesn't know that yet though that's true and we don't know if they can or can't right i don't know yep see those are because beth has that concern yeah she does yeah okay but now this is one book down in our fantasy. Uh, you know, it's like we said, we're, 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 we're spending this over two months because, you know, fa- the fantasy genre is its own thing. Um, it's its own, like, like historical romance is its own like subgenre. So is the fantasy. Uh, so next week, got a, what are we reading? Your pick. Uh, we're reading a book by an author who 
unfortunately does not write a lot of books anymore, which is really, really sad because she's one of the authors that have written my favorite historicals, beautiful story, so well written, great. Um, the Vampire Who Loved Me. It's a two-book series. We don't need to read book two, but you should because book two actually... I'll tell you next week, but it's, I loved it, read it a long time ago, and I thought it was very well done, considering. Well, I will have to see, again, I will have to see if this live, lives up to, I'd have to say, you know, the, the bar is set. So. Oh, the bar is set, yes. <laughs> we have set quite the bar for ourselves as far as, uh, read, I mean, again, our friendship started with reading. Yeah. Uh, fantasy romance so we'll have to see uh how, how far, our, yeah how it goes but until then, um i wait before we go yes before we go i just want to let I, I keep i keep saying this but i would love for you guys to read it yes. and let us know so you don't have to buy it it's available through the library um it's on libby and i think it's on hoopla as well depending on what um what app your library uses um and i think you know by we both said about the two characters because we didn't do the 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 scale the scale they're it's, not they're, they're not, not they're not anywhere near it no they're really not they i mean need a lot of improved both of them yeah. need, i think okay all right before we go i will to her to regina's credit like i said she does try mm -hmm. to combat the things like her friends say and she does put it together fairly quickly without a lot of context that he is a vampire so it will give her credit for those things like she you know putting those things together um and her her guard is up so she she gets a little bit higher on the scale than he does for me they both have a lot of issues that i feel therapy would suit them very well yeah, I, I think I, so too. I think therapy could work for them both, which is what I forgot to mention in last week's episode with you had me at Ola. That I was just like, at in the epilogue, I was like, I applaud the epilogue in You Had Me at Ola for a lot of reasons. I because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who may not have read it yet. <laughs> yeah, um, I applaud the epilogue. And I, so, Gata, there's two books you have to read by next week. Three books you have to read by next week. Okay. <laughs> and what are they? Finish Wild Rain. Read yes. The book that we're actually discussing on the pod. Yes. And uh, what's the next book? Book in two. Uh, book two in the series is, I think, hold on, let me go Bad back. Wolf? No. Um, Big Bad Wolf? No, actually, book two is You're So Vain. I thought it was Big Bad Wolf. Really? It is it? Yeah, I thought Graham's book was next. Uh, you know what? I don't know, but I have both. So I, I actually have both on my on my um uh, yeah, yeah. shelf here. According to this, it says you're so vain is like fourteen. You're kidding. I'm not. How is it fourteen? Okay. Yeah, no, I have Bad Wolf. I have it here and I'm gonna read it. I have it. I think it downloaded. So it might have been a mistake that I have um, the other one as well. Oh, and I just saw who the heroine is of You're So Vain. Oh, okay. Um, I won't spoil that for anyone. You can Google it yourself. Google amongst yourselves. Yes, you can. But until then, good night, Gata. Good night, Colleen. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Romance Bar. You could also email us at romancebar at acpnet.net.